Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So there's a, cl- there's a classic kind of cliche that you've probably seen time and time again in your life in drama. And it's this, it's, there's a moment, it might be the climax of the piece, but there's a moment where the hero and the villain, the protagonist and the antagonist confront each other. And the antagonist says something like, he says to the hero, you are something like, you're the same as I am. You're exactly the same. We're the same. And you've seen that cliche scene play out a lot, I imagine, in your life. And of course, the hero says, I'm nothing like you, you know, whatever. And of course, there's, there's some element of truth to the claim, because in a lot of stories, the antagonist is the kind of the shadow self, if you like, of the, of the hero character. But there's something about this, we're the same thing. And I'm, I've been reading... I've been reading this book, dipping into this book, really called Storytelling for Lawyers by Philip Mayer. And in that book, Mayer recounts, well, he recounts various sort of trials. Um, and one of the ones he recounts is, is a famous one, I think from the, the late seventies in the U S. Um, and the lawyer, the, the prosecuting lawyer effectively is, it's a, it's a, sorry, let's back up a bit. <laughs> the case has to do with a, a. Uh, a, a lab technician in a nuclear sort of facility in Oklahoma, I think, called Karen Silkwood. Silkwood is contaminated by radiation. She's a whistleblower. She works for a union and she dies eventually in a suspicious car accident on the way to speak to a New York Times reporter, a New York Times reporter. I think that's the kind of the background. And what what happens is eventually the father gets to put the nuclear company in the dock actually for essentially for, um, exposing his daughter to radiation and the, and the, he's represented by this lawyer, Jerry, Jerry Spence. And in this book, Mayer talks about the sort of the opening, the opening part of the summation, if you like, of this trial. So. At that stage, and I think it's the late seventies, this had been the longest trial in Oklahoma history. And after all the backwards and forwards, weeks and weeks and weeks of backwards and forwards, Jerry Spence, the lawyer, finally gets to talk back to the jury. It's a jury type trial, of course. And what he's looking for is essentially damages. But I think the way that he starts is really interesting and it's really relevant to us when we're thinking about how we build our businesses, how we connect with people, how we tell our stories and why, why we tell our stories really. So I'm just going to read this paragraph quickly. So this is Spence starting his, his summation, his closing arguments, really. He says, thank you, your honor. Well, here we are. Every good closing argument has to start with ladies and gentlemen of the jury. So let me start that way with you. I actually thought that we were going to grow old together. We spent a season here together. I haven't been home to Jackson for two and a half months. And although I'm fully full-fledged Oklahoman now, I'm homesick. And I'm sure you're homesick too. I'm sure this has been tough, a tough one on you. We made it through them at this matter together. And I'm pretty proud of that. So that's all I'm going to read because... I think this is, this is fascinating and 
powerful and useful. I've talked a lot about the value of telling stories. When we tell stories about ourselves, we are making ourselves more human. We are making ourselves into these three-dimensional people that other people can relate to. And this, what Spence is doing with the jury is pure, it's pure relationship building. It's saying in a sense, you and me, we're the same. We've been through this thing together. It's, you know, it's quite close to persuasion through, you know, by ethos from Aristotle. We've made it through this matter together. And I'm pretty proud of that, which is very close to saying, I'm proud of you. We're the same. And this is why the best stories that you can tell about your business are the stories where the things that are real about you, the things that matter to you, connect with the things that matter, that resonate with your audience, right? Actually, do you know what I am going to, I'm just going to read the second paragraph as well, because before we stop, he goes on to say, it's the longest case in Oklahoma history, they tell me. And before the case is over, you will know, as you probably already know, that this is probably the most important case as well. And it's the mo most important case of my career. I'm standing here talking to you now about the most important things I have ever said in my life. And I have a sense I have spent a lifetime, 50 years to be exact, preparing somehow for this moment with you. So not only are we the same, but this is the most important thing I've ever done in my 50 years of life. I mean, he's, you know, he's hitting these hugely important, hugely powerful kind of persuasion buttons. He's, you know, he's forcing, he's demanding really their attention and their, well, yeah, it is, it's, it's close to ethos, isn't it? It's ethics, it's ethical attention. So we can get this right together. And I think it's just so interesting and so powerful. And it's why, why I keep banging on about the value of stories. And there's a difference we can see here. He's not selling, or at least the selling is so subtle. It's so orthogonal to what he's actually saying that we don't process it like selling. And this is what, what happens with stories. When we tell great stories, stories that are true, stories that are authentic, stories that resonate with our market, our audience, we're saying in some sense, we're the same. We're humans, we're connected. And what happens is when I read these words, even though I'm sure he was, mu he was certainly much more eloquent than I am when he was speaking, this experience, practice, trial lawyer, he's still alive, he's 93 now, I think. Um, you know, I can feel it coming. I can feel these things. I can, I can feel that, that drawing together. I can feel that focus of attention. It's really fascinating. Anyway, if you want to check the book out, I've got it secondhand, actually. Storytelling for Lawyers. It's by Philip Mayer. Um, I'm just started dipping in and out of it. And it's, um, it's really interesting. And it's an example, right, of how, you know, storytelling, I would talk about its importance in business, but lawyers are telling stories. They're telling stories that change people's lives for better or for ill. And, uh, yeah, it's a really good example of how powerful stories can be and how your stories can and should mean business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online.
thestory.business. Bye now.